it is our time where we go into the legal segment and we find out what's happening in the legal world. I've got Lizandi Wust here in studio and we're diving in in just a minute. Now, het jylle rechtsadvies nodig? Skakel in op elke rechtskolom en dit is op woensdagochtend 8.40 waar alle rechtskwesties en advies hanteer word dier Hannes Pretorius Bok en Brian Prokureers. So daar 1993 bied hulle vooraanstaande rechtsadvies met geen nonsens aansla en breedvoerige rechtsadvies dienste en de rechtskennis op alle gebede. Nou, jy kan vir hulle kontakt op Hannes Pretorius Bok en Brandt 021-852-8313 of ga na hulle website helderberglaw.co.za Sedert 1993 bied Hannes Pretorius, Bok en Brian Prokureurs vooraanstaande rechtsadvies aan hulle kliënte. As verteenwoordigers van verskye prominente besighede en individue in die Helberg kom, as ook in Zuid-Afrika, is die firma se geen nonsens aanslag en breedvoerige rechtsdienstkennis in aktebesorging, echtscheidings, familierecht, litigatie, testamente en boedels, een groot aanwins vir hulle kliënte. Contact Hannes Pretorius, Bok en Brian Prokureurs by 021-852-8313 of ga na helberglaw.co.za Good morning, Lizandi Wus in studio. How are you, Lizandi? Good morning, Lucia. I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. Now, Lizandi, I'm so excited about this topic today because I think that the world has become so small. We're traveling, we're out there, uh, we're doing so much. But when do we have to consider having things like an offshore or a foreign will in place? And I, I think this is things we don't know unless someone like you tells us about it. So uh, excited to dive into this today. So let's start. Um, what is a Baitalanster? testament. Okay, Lucia, so obviously a buitenlandse testament, of dan in Engels, soos jy gesê, a foreign will of a offshore will, mm-hmm. is a document wat nie noodwendig van op amal van toepassing gaan wees nie, maar ek dink daar is baie Suid-Afrikaners of selfs buitenlanders wat in Suid-Afrika woon, wat yes. nie weet wat dit is en wanneer dit gebruik word. Um, so, a buitenlandse testament is dan een aparte testament waarin daar met jou buitenlandse bates gehandel word. Okay. Um, wat belangrijk is om te weet is dat um, alhoewel jy een testament in plek kan hee, bijvoorbeeld een testament in Zuid-Afrika en indien die testament dit nie anders specificeer nie, sal die testament handel met al jou bates wereldwijd, um, binnen of buiten Zuid-Afrika, um, waar uh, aparte buitenlandse testament net sal handel met jou bates in een ander specifieke land. Okay, okay, so as you were saying now, this is not for everybody, this is for specific people. Now, should you consider having an offshore foreign will in place, especially since you said now, if you have a will, it kind of covers everything. But, um, so should you consider this? Yes, there are circumstances where uh, a foreign will will be advantageous. Um, okay. There are obviously also circumstances where it will not be needed. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing that you need to consider when planning to or um, you know thinking about having a foreign will drafted and set in place first of all you have to own assets in a country outside of South Africa okay so if you have property or something in other countries okay exactly so whether you are a permanent resident of South Africa and you own property in South Africa or a a citizen of South Africa and you own property outside of South Africa that then it will become applicable so for example the first thing that you need to consider is what type of properties do you own overseas or in 
a foreign country and where specifically these assets are located, which country they are in. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's assets, for example, that are liquid assets, for example, life policies in a foreign country or a bank account in a foreign country, it may not always be necessary to have a foreign will in place. But I do advise, if you're not sure, to just speak to an expert, a estate planner, or then an attorney specializing in estate law. Um, yeah, so that's basically the short and long of when you will consider having a foreign will in place. Okay, now what are these, um, you know, you said there's different circumstances. What are these different circumstances that would affect someone having something like this and why? Okay, Lucia. So like I said, the first thing is to consider what type of assets you own in, in a foreign country. So it will al- almost always be necessary to have a foreign will in place should you own any fixed properties overseas. Okay. For example, a building or a house, uh, something similar. Or then if you own shares in a foreign company. Yes. Um, the reason for that is it needs to be kept in mind that fixed properties and shares in a foreign country will, after the date of your death, when your estate becomes distributable and your estate has to be administered, those properties need to be transferred to your beneficiaries in terms of the rules, regulations and legislation applicable to the country where those assets are located, Yes, which may differ from the rules, regulations in South Africa. And I think another thing that people need to understand is should you only have one will in place? Mm -hmm. Let's say you're a citizen in South Africa and you have a South African will in place. That will will unless stated otherwise, uh, deal with all your worldwide assets. However, when you pass away, only your South African assets will form part of your estate in South Africa. Each country where you own property, you will have a deceased estate separately. So your estate in each country will be administered in terms of that country's law and rules and by an executor in that country. So if you only have one will in South Africa and you have properties overseas, it may cause delays in the administration of your estate. And um, you also run the risk that many countries do not follow the same procedures and rules when it comes to administering your estate. So if your will in South Africa then doesn't make provision for those rules in, in the foreign country, it may delay the administration of your estate. You run the risk of that country's officials not accepting your South African will as yes. being valid. And then the executor of your estate may have to be, um, you know, have to take steps to apply to the officials in that country to have your South African will approved as valid. Mm-hmm. as well as your letters of executorship because without that your executor cannot administer your estate sure. now this process in English is known as probate uh, which is then a process followed overseas to have your will um, uh, declared as valid in the foreign country which can be a long procedure it mm-hmm. can be expensive and at the end of the day it delays the winding up of your estate which is to the uh, um, it's it negatively impacts your your ears at the end of yes, the day. Yes of course. Yes and then just the last thing also in South Africa in our laws of succession we follow um, a principle that's known as freedom of testation. Mm-hmm. Now what that means in terms of our succession law each person that drafts a will is free to distribute their estate as they see fit according to their discretion. You can bequeath your assets to whoever you desire to um, in, in the portion that you desire to in and um, subject to the conditions that you prefer to, to bequeath assets. Mm-hmm. 
that principle is not followed in all countries. So there are many countries where they don't follow freedom of testation and your assets in that country then has to be divided after your death in terms of their specific rules. Um, okay. This is known as um, forced her, um, airship. Yes. Um, for example, the, the rules there may be that your estate has to go a certain portion thereof to your spouse and to your children where after whatever remains can be divided in terms of your wishes. So if you only have a South African will that doesn't take this into account, that will will not be accepted. Oh, wow. That is so interesting. And if you've made the investment in other places, you want to make sure your investment is at least taken care of. Exactly. And uh, you understand how it could be distributed afterwards. Um, how and where to have this offshore will drafted? Where do you go? How do you how do you do this? Where do you even start? Galicia, <laughs> so for... Um, for having an offshore will drafted, it's important, like I explained, each country has its own set of rules yes. and requirements for the drafting, first of all, of a valid will. And then also in terms of succession of your assets after your death and then the administration process of your estate. Mm -hmm. So it is advisable to consult uh, an expert such as an attorney practicing in the specific field or then an estate planner in each separate country where you do own assets. Um, for example, we'll be able to assist in South Africa with offshore wills uh, for foreigners perhaps living in South Africa yes. or have properties in South Africa or already have wills in their, their home countries, um, but then to deal with their South African assets. Um, it's also important that each person drafting your will in every separate country you have assets should take into account what is stipulated in your other wills, for example, mm. your South African will. Because should you consider having a, a foreign will or an offshore will drafted, your will in South Africa needs to specify that that will will only be applicable to your assets in South Africa, whilst your foreign will needs to specify that that will, will only be applicable to your assets in the foreign country, mm. so that the two are separate from each other. Yes. Um, and that's basically the thing to keep into account. The advantage of having separate wills for uh, different countries is also that you can appoint an executor for each separate estate, um, for your South African estate as well as your foreign estate in which country ever you have assets. And your separate estates can be administered separately. So mm -hmm. one administration process of an estate will not delay the second estate in, in a different country. Sure. And I think that is so very important. The, we never think about the delays that happen as well and yes. all those other things. So this was so informative. I know here in even Somerset West, we have so many people from overseas living here. Um, so if you're saying, oh, my goodness, let me set up a testament. Let me set up a wall here in South Africa. Now you know where to go. Thank you so much, Lizandi. Always a pleasure, Lucia. Absolutely fantastic to get this legal advice. And of course, if you need legal advice, you know where to go. You can go to Hannes Pretorius, Book and Bryant, and you can speak to the team there. They can give you advice, answers, and help you with your legal situation. You can give them a call on 021-852-8313. You can also go to their website. It's haldeberglaw.co.za. And of course, do remember that each case is different and uh, you need to find out what exactly your case needs from a professional and you'll find them at Hannes Pretorius Book and Bryant.
Sedert 1993 bied Hannes Pretorius, Bok en Brian Prokureurs vooraanstaande rechtsadvies aan de cliënten. Als verteenwoordigers van verskeie prominente besighede en individuee in die Helberg kom, as ook in Zuid-Afrika, is die firma se geen nonsens aanslag en breedvoerige rechtsdienstkennis en aktebesorging, echtscheidings, familierecht, litigatie, testamente en boedels, een groot aanwins vir die cliënte. Contact Hannes Pretorius, Bok en Brian Prokureurs by 021 852 8313 of ga na helbergloop.co.za.